Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good morning, everyone. It is Friday, September the 23rd, 2022. It is currently 1034 a.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. And it's inside this studio where I am sitting right now that just a little while ago, I opened up my email, I started going through all of the emails, and there it was. One of the things I love about doing a podcast is the people who listen who participate in not only the discussions, but they're always sending me things, right? They're sending me things that some that they saw this, or they saw this, or what about this, or what about that? Because in many cases, you guys really just, you give me the episode, right? I don't need to do anything. You just send me and you're like, basically you're saying, here's your next episode, even though you don't say that. In many cases, that's exactly what happens. So I, I was sitting here going through and I open, I, I open my email, I'm going through and I see this subject line. I see the word, Christian. Okay. All right. I'm good to go. But it says Christian, the very next word, Christian tarot. And I'm like, wait, what? What? Like tarot cards? Right? Like Christian tarot. What? What? Christian tarot. What, 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 what is this referring to Christian? Because when you don't think of tarot cards as anything to do with Christianity, right? So I see Christian tarot and I'm like, um, hmm, something's up here. So I started reading and I read these words. Now there is a book, the the contemplative tarot. Now, contemplative, you probably have heard of contemplative prayer, right? Now, that is somewhat of a controversial thing in Christianity. Some in the modern evangelical world have embraced the contemplative prayer idea, which goes back into church history. We've talked about it here. I've played some examples of contemplative prayer. I think there's some aspects of it that you could modify and take and probably do something positive with it. There's some aspects of it that are somewhat troubling, but we've talked about contemplative prayer. I have never talked about contemplative tarot or Christian tarot because I'm like, tarot cards is something completely different. Contemplative tarot, what is this? So again, there is now a book, The Contemplative Tarot, that promotes the occult tarot cards as a Christian contemplative method. So there is a new book, The Contemplative Tarot, which promotes the occult tarot cards as Christian contemplative method. So there's a lot going on there. We have the idea of contemplative prayer now mixed with tarot cards to give us this this new thing called basically the, the contemplative tarot or a new Christian contemplative method utilizing tarot cards. That, that, there's a lot going on there. I, I put it this way. Of all the things I could have predicted would be in my email inbox today, this was not one of those, all right? I wasn't thinking that I was going to, I was going to start my day by like, wait, Christian tarot cards, right? Uh, Christian tarot, what, what, what is going on? Well, here's a little bit of information. The author, her name is Brittany Muller. She grew up Roman Catholic, rejected Christianity, discovered tarot cards, then returned to Catholicism and brought her tarot cards with her as a new way to seek God. Muller found in tarot the ritual and reflection she missed in religion. Eventually, she found her way back to Christianity 
and Christianity and the cards turned out to be a natural pair. And that is a quote from Religion News Service, and that was uh, from September the 13th, 2022. I, uh, and so we could possibly, there's probably more we could look into there, but I'll continue. Moeller says, there's been a sort of revival of tarot, of tarot in, uh, in general in the last five or 10 years. And it's been really interesting to see the different ways people use tarot now. I liken it to Visio Divina. Well, okay, Lectio Divina, which is a, a contemplative prayer. I, we've talked about that. She calls it Visio Divina, a contemplative prayer practice that translates to divine seeing. It involves praying with images to look at an image, to insert yourself into the image, to spend time with an image in contemplation, and to see if God is speaking to you in some way through the image. This fits well into the Catholic contemplative prayer movement. Of course, Catholicism has always been able to Christianize paganism, but today the process is happening in nearly every aspect of Christianity. It is the fulfillment of biblical prophecy. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their, their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Now, this was sent to me by someone, and they took this from uh, the Way, Way of Life website, um, and this is from their Friday news thing, uh, newsletter that they send out every Friday, or they post on their website, Way of Life Literature. You can look, you can look it up. So um, I'm appreciative that someone sent this to me, but I've been sitting here going, contemplative prayer. Okay, what do we do with this? Now, let me, let me just tell you my thoughts. My first thought was, okay, wait a minute. This is some weird thing on the fringe. No one really cares about this. It's not going to be influential. It's not going to be a problem. So do I really turn on the microphone and talk about it? Well, I do want people to be aware that this book is out there and be on the lookout in case you hear your friends start talking about this new contemplative tarot and having tarot cards and, and looking at images and inserting their, themselves into the images to see if God is somehow speaking to them because of the images. I mean, the whole thing is just so outside of Christianity, it's not even funny. So there's a part of me that says, just ignore it until I did this. I'm like, well, let me look up the book. Let me look up the book. So I went to, well, where else? Amazon. And I found the book, The Contemplative Tarot, A Christian Guide to the Cards. All right. There, there. So there, the book is real. All right. That, that, there's not a problem here. And then right underneath that, I see this. Number one new release in Christian literature and art. This is the number one book in the category of Christian literature. And I'm like, wait, wait, what is going on? Now, if it wouldn't have said that, I, in fact, one of the reasons I looked was because I was curious of its chart placement. Now, I don't know how influential a book may be that's number one in Christian literature. I don't know how influential that means it will be within Christianity or the church, but it is something at least to be, to put on, like in the back of our mind to go, okay, this book, The Contemplative Tarot, A Christian Guide to the Cards, is something we want to pay close attention to. So I'm going to read a little bit about the book and see what we can find. The book is 367 pages. 
So it's a significant work. I mean, 367 pages is not some any small thing. All right. Um, they even have things due to, due to its large file size. This book may take longer to download. So they're even so obviously it's a large book. Um, if I look at the information they have here, this is what it says. First, they have, you know, one of those little blurbs that you'll find in a Christian magazine or wherever promoting the book. This insightful book will help you see both the cards and Christian spirituality and a surprising new in surprising new ways. So according to this blurb, the insight, this insightful book, The Contemplative Tarot, will help you see both cards and Christian spirituality in surprising new ways. Now, here's the description. In the chaos of daily life, many Christians long for the time and mental clarity to reflect on Scripture to worship, and to pray. The tarot can become an unexpected tool in this journey, inviting us to pause, contemplate, and find insight and wisdom in our walk. Now, that's an interesting way to market it. It's an interesting way to promote it. It's an interesting way to describe it. Because you hear Christians over and over and over and over again talk about, hey, I don't have the time and I'm so distracted. I got so much going on in my life. I don't have time to to reflect on scripture. I don't have time to worship. I don't have time to pray. I mean, if look, I, I personally, I believe when Christians say this stuff, it, I have a hard time even buying into it because I've been extremely busy in my life. But I know that if you just if you just try, you can find time every single day to to spend some time contemplating Scripture. It, it, you can spend some time. Um, I, I I don't think it's I don't think it's the most difficult thing to do. I've just I've just watched Christians over and over and over. You know, I, I even I, I even tried an experiment with my church one summer that we were going to use this uh, the feature, the, a daily Bible study guide. It's a little devo- devotional book. Give everyone a copy, and then everyone would do the devotional this week, and then we would arrive at Sunday school, and I basically would ask questions in regards to the devotions for that week. Very simple. And then I even demonstrated to the people how long it would take. Right? That you, I, I would, I, I stood before everyone, opened the devotional read the scripture, read everything in the devotion, and it took maybe 12 to 15 minutes. I mean, it was very simple. Guess what? It was an, it was an abject failure in trying to get everyone to participate. But guess what? Everyone would say, I was too busy. I was too busy. I was too busy. I was too busy. Okay. So obviously being too busy is a common thing Christians say. So this comes along and says, hey, 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 you're too busy. You're too distracted. Well, guess what? The tarot can become an unexpected tool in the journey. It can be it can be what you need so you can have that mental clarity. You can have that time to to reflect on scripture and worship and pray. Inviting us to pause, to contemplate and find insight and wisdom in our walk. And the contemplative tarot, uh, author Brittany Moeller draws deeply on Christian tradition and theology. So see oh it's going to draw deeply on Christian uh, tradition and theology to create a tarot practice built on spiritual reflection, prayer, and worship. The tarot has held countless meanings to countless readers over the course of its existence, but contemplative tarot offers a uniquely Christian interpretation of the cards, including Bible verses and meditations on each of their spiritual meanings. Brittany provides practical guidance on how to use the cards in a Christian context, 
whether as prompts for personal prayer, daily reminders of spiritual truths, or, or as a part of a more structured practice. The contemplative tarot offers a thoughtful and introspective new interpretation of the tarot and an invitation to create powerful moments of reflection and worship in your daily life. Currently, it has a uh, six ratings, only six ratings so far, All and it, there, it's a four stars so far. If I go down and look at some of the things they have to say, they have a uh, they have editorial reviews here of of the book. There's uh, how many one? Well, the little blurbs from these reviews: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right. Um, yeah, you can you can look at all of them and let's see. Um, and then they have some. Uh, well, they got a lot of five star. Uh, it says tarot for the Christian. You bet. This book provides a really unique take on tarot and how Christians can use it in their daily devotions, including Bible verses. This is first time I have seen a book like this, and I just had to read it. I am so tired of people claiming that tarot is new age and and who avoid it. My Bible-thumping friends will be getting a copy of this book for Christmas this year. Christianity was based on many t- pagan traditions, so this book is most welcome read. This is a great one, and you need to read it too. Right, so there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot here. You can read all of the reviews, but I wanted to bring it to everyone's attention. There's a new book that currently on Amazon is number one new release in Christian literature. It is called The Contemplative Tarot, A Christian Guide to the Cards. We need to obviously just keep an eye out for it to see if it starts gaining any momentum. I, I still think, my own personal belief, is that it's still going to remain on the fringe. I, I, I just, I, I, maybe I'm wrong. You know what? I, here's what I will say. I think at least in the kind of theological circles, I, you know, in, in more of the reformed world, obviously, you know, I hold the London Baptist confession of faith. I'm, I'm much more in the reformed world. I obviously don't see the contemplative tarot becoming a, a book that's going to be found in those kinds of churches, but I am curious of how the charismatic world may look at this. I still believe that most Christians think anything t- tarot cards, satanic, demonic, and they, w- they, would, they would not get anywhere near it. At least I think so. Now, I know there's been a little bit of this that's been talked about and before um, about how there was this Christian tarot card thing emerging, um, but it was still, I mean, I would mention it here or there, and most people would just kind of like, well, what, whatever you're talking about, I've never heard anything that's just crazy. So I, I've just kind of kept my, you know, in a sense, my ear to the ground waiting for maybe it, it to show up in some major context. Now, at least there's a book that's number one at currently. I don't know what that means, but we will have to see. I just think the majority of, I think, I just think the majority of Christianity, losing my voice there, will still reject tarot cards. I, I I just don't think them using the tarot. I, I just don't think, I, I don't think, I just don't see it catching on. But I am suspicious or at least cautious when it comes to the charismatic world. I mean, they already are very into a lot of kind of mystical kind of concepts. Could you convince them that the Christian tarot cards are are good? I don't know. Now, clearly she's going out of her way to say, this is Christian, Christian context, 
Bible verses, the Christian meaning of the cards, relying on Christian tradition and Christian theology. Clearly, this is being promoted. Hey, guys, this is Christian. So who wants to read a 367-page book on the contemplative tarot? And let me know, all right? I Oh, there's so many other things I, I, I want to... There's this novel, a babble that I want to read that's like, I don't know, 500 pages. Um, and I and I, I need to get to that. Um, I don't know if I want to spend $12. Here's what we'll do. You let me know. Do you think this is this is a serious thing that is going to inf- uh, have some, in, in there? it's going to infiltrate the church in some level. It's going to have some influence on the church. Or do you think this is still like way out there? Way out there on the fringe. Like, it's it's not even near the, the city limits of, of mainstream Christianity yet. I mean, all, I, think, I, I think it could get there. You just need the right celebrity pastor and the right group to say, no, this, cont- this contemplative tarot, this is the thing you need. I just, I just can't see that happening. And I would have a hard time believing that any major celebrity pastor would go there at knowing the possible risk of how that could pro- probably eliminate a lot of their listeners. I wonder if it will have massive influence within Catholicism. I don't know. So w- which would be more vulnerable to it, Catholic Catholics or Charismatics? Yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking out loud right now. Again, the name of the book, The Contemplative Tarot, A Christian Guide to the Cards by Brittany Muller. Um, and it is number one in Christian literature and art. You can get it for your Kindle for tw- basically $12, $11.99. And uh, it's 367 pages. You've, you now know a little bit about the book. You know a little bit about what's going on. You you can you can tell me your thoughts. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. I'll stop right there. Can't wait to hear from you. And uh well, well we we've got other things planned for today, not just to talk, just not to inform people about the contemplative tarot, but I just thought I had to bring this to people's attention. And thanks to the original emailer, because again, you guys. You guys have your eyes and ears, you know, listening and looking and helping me know and pay attention to what's going on in the world of Christianity so that we can at least talk about it here. And um, if we need to come back and do more on this, we will. But I wanted to just bring this kind of like, here's this information. What do we do about it? Now I've given that to you. You can tell me what you think. All right. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great day. God bless.